episode is powered by Safety FM. Welcome to the Safety Consultant Podcast. I am your host, Sheldon Primus. This is the show where I teach you the business of being a safety consultant. And I switched it up on you, didn't I? This time I actually did not play my normal Bruce Lee, which is actually a song that I wrote. Uh, this is a song that I wrote now. <laughs> actually, I wrote this one about a year ago. So I decided I've got so many songs uh, that I've done in producing. Let's go ahead and throw one in uh, for my guest today. And this is going to be construction engineer Taha Khalil. Uh, Taha or TK. TK was uh, very, very gracious to be on the show today. We did this interview a couple weeks back and I got to know him. He is an accredited consultant engineer by the Saudi Council of Engineers. And he has more than 25 years in management of safety and health. So he is actually one of the people in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia who does what I do. So we had a wonderful time talking about safety consulting and everything that goes with it. And truly, you're going to just love this episode, the way that we mixed everything up. It was a a fun, fun, fun episode for me to do. And I want to thank TK for taking the time. We had to kind of work around a little bit with our scheduling and everything else, which is, you know, par for the course, but truly uh, had a good conversation with him. He told me a little bit about uh, starting in the field. Uh, I told him my my theory on engineers, <laughs> which is kind of funny. I always call them a quirky bunch. Uh, then also, uh, we talked a little bit about safety and health in general and how it benefits an organization. Uh, we went even more about as a safety professional that is a consultant. Here are some of the things that are tips for you or things to remember, even how he gets his clients and keeps his clientele up. And truly, uh, the company that TK has, which you would have to do, you'll have to go ahead and, and look it up. But his company is Safety and Health Environmental Action Center, SHIAC. And SHIAC has been working in the Saudi Arabia area for quite some time. He's just talking about clients. He's got an amazing amount of clients on his list, as well as uh, companies that he's worked with for training and consulting. So it's pretty cool. You have to go to S-H-E-A-C slash S-A dot com. So that's S-H-E-A-C slash or hyphen S-A dot com. So we'll use a little hyphen one instead of slash because that can mean backslash. So hyphen is what I mean in there. Uh, so that is S-H-E-A-C hyphen S-A dot com. And that's where you're going to find TK's website and be able to get a hold of him as well. And it has just been my honor to have talked to TK and got a good understanding about his business and got to meet him. And it was wonderful. So without any further ado, enjoy the episode. I'll see you right after. Um, first of all, uh, thank you very much, Sheldon, for having me here. I mean, um, I really appreciate, uh, you know, this opportunity to be, you know, among uh, a veteran uh, uh, consultants like you. 
my name is uh, consultant engineer Taha Khalil, and uh, people, you know, in short, they call me TK. I'm a CEO of a company called Shiak Safety Consultancy in Saudi Arabia. Um, very simply, we help companies who want to improve their safety systems uh, and the standards by, uh, you know, uh, giving them uh, all the tools they need. So uh, we help companies who are struggling to keep their employee engaged or um, their stuff uh, not fully, you know, um, in, in the in the wavelength by um, by training them, by providing them the tools um, to engage their the employee. At the same time, you know, uh, uh, comply and meet the, their legal compliance. The legal compliance in Saudi Arabia is in the, in the recent years are, you know, devolving and evolving. So, you know, there's so many companies coming for that. Um, um, but by that, you know, we use so many kind of tools. We do trainings, we do consultancy, uh, things like ISO 45001, all those kind of stuff, or 18001. Uh, we do auditing, we do stuff, uh, things, uh, training, we do, um, uh, you know, we try to implement the latest safety standards. Mm -hmm. uh, by that, you know, we help them to uh, to have, number one, a safe employees. Yeah. And, uh, of course, helping them also increase uh, their profitability and decrease, you know, the, uh, the losses due to accidents. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so um, um, this is in a in, in, in nutshell about Shiak Safety Consultancy. We've been doing a business uh, since 2007. So uh, I don't know how many years now is it? Uh, <laughs> almost, yeah. <laughs> yeah, almost 15 years and more. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, but I've been in this field uh, since I graduated from university uh, as a safety uh, pro pro professional practitioner for more than 25 years now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Can you tell us how you got into that? How did you, um, how do you well, get into um, becoming into safety? How, how do I get to, to safety? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, um, I graduated basically as a, as a, as a, as a mechanical engineer and, um, and my first job was uh, in one of the uh, Aramco subsidiaries in, in mobile, joint venture between mobile and Aramco here as a safety uh, inspector, safety inspector, mechanical inspection. So that was my first job, my first exposure to safety. Mm. And uh, then I joined uh, Unilever uh, uh, as one of the you know multinational companies uh, worldwide uh, as an engineer, as a mechanical engineer, and that was my another exposure with safety. And I found it very good because uh, you know something uh, uh, clicked with me, and I like it. And because there is a people as uh, aspect, there is engineering aspects, so many you know aspects there. And I was maybe lucky because, you know, um, I uh, when I started, I started while they were building so many of the factories here. And so it was an experience, yeah, uh, to be, uh, you know, uh, you know, when you see something created, you know, uh, from the desert that you can you can see a factory, you know, yes. going on. And you've been involved in engineering uh, side and in the safety sides with contractors, with workers, with employees. So that was the trigger. And uh, well, I, I, you know, I uh, then started my my journey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is it. I mean, and simply and since then, I've been doing safety. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I know. I was looking at all your 
your videos. You were with YouTube early uh, doing safety videos. Uh, well, not very early. I mean, maybe two or three years back. Um, uh, I'm crying, you know, for, for, for me, safety is not only just a job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a mission in life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's something that I love, something that I have a passion for. Yeah. yeah. And um, so um, I try to preach that, you know, uh, the safety systems or the safety knowledge or the safety uh, practice was not so developed uh, like, you know, in the States or in the, in, in the European countries. So I tried to be the preacher of that, uh, uh, of the safety in, in, in my country. Yes. And I found probably, you know, the easier way could be, you know, the social media. So um, I joined the social media, you know, uh, probably what? Uh, it was in the beginning Facebook. Yes. Uh, and then developed a little bit to become, uh, you know, uh, WhatsApp and then YouTube, you know, it's, so it's gradually uh, LinkedIn. So gradually, you know, trying to, to be uh, with the audience, wherever they are. Yeah. And uh, trying to send very simple messages. Uh, you know, that's the challenge, you know, we are mm-hmm. we, we techies. Yeah. <laughs> We techies always, you know, love to, to show our muscle in, in the technicality. Yes. yes. Uh, but I try to talk to the uh, to the layman and I try to, to make the message very simple. Mm. So uh, it can reach as much as uh, as many people as we, you know, we have. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's just, it's not only a work, it's more of a mission. It's more of a passion. It's something I love to do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can tell. More, yeah. I, I, I really love to do uh, uh, the direct contacts with the people there. Yeah, going to the companies, going to the with the, the people. But uh, since the COVID, you know, we're trying. You know, there is some limitations. So uh, you know, the uh, the online uh, and the virtual uh, uh, platforms was one of the alternatives. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, it's going on. So good, hopefully, good. Uh, but uh, yeah, but there's nothing like uh, uh, honestly, Sheldon, like you know, being face to face with oh, the, yeah. with with the, with the people and uh, talking to them, and yep. you know, there the magic starts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's a give and play, and you you really could feel the energy in the room at times. And- Correct. It's it's all about the energy, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you said the correct word. It's all about the energy. Yeah. Uh, I try always to keep the energy high, you know, and uh, uh, well, but you know, uh, so far it's going well. Yeah. So yeah. Far it's going well. Uh, I I listened to your story, and when my old field, I used to work for the state of Florida, a special district of the state of Florida that would deal with water uh, wastewater treatment is what it was. And from time to time, I'd always come in contact with engineers and I've always found the engineers to be a quirky bunch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. To a certain level they are. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because they love absolutes. They like to deal with absolutes. Normally they deal with, uh, they like to, to work their, their formulas and do the checks and double checks. And, and and truly it's such a logical field that sometimes they don't 
they don't seem to come off or should say when you when you meet them it seems like they're they're almost standoffish is the way i would say with engineers they didn't have and this is general obviously not every engineer but they didn't really have the um the people skills but when i see engineers that have that and i see the people skills and the engineering together anytime i've seen that in my career I've always seen that person as being like magical. It's like, you've got the best of both worlds. You understand people, they like you, and you understand technical stuff. And it's, it's amazing. So I, I've seen that with you. Correct, correct um, um, uh, Sheldon. That's, that's correct. I mean, uh, majority of the technical people, they lack that kind of um, uh, the people skills. And this is very important. You have to be, you know, uh, um, uh, you know uh, open to the people, talk to the people, because at the end, we are managing people. You know, we're talking to people. It's not only those. Uh, they are not machines. Yes. You're talking to emotions. You're talking to rationals, you know. And uh, believe me, that that's the most difficult thing, changing the mindset. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 the same thing, you know, goes with you. I mean, likewise, I've seen so many of your videos and I, I can feel the click. I can feel that, you know, uh, your magic is there. Yeah. Yeah. Thank it's you. very interesting. You know, when you start with the water treatment plant, you have everything there, you know, everything is there. Yeah. Yes. I like that yeah. because truly the um, my experience came because of, like you're saying, everything's there. You could see it all. And uh, you're doing construction, you're doing general industry, you're doing lab work, you're doing uh, so many different things. And it kind of reminds me of and you have all type of hazards, you have all type of people. Yeah. yeah. And it reminds me of oil and gas, too. They've got the same kind of uh, a bunch of different things that they're doing at the same time. Uh, depends on extraction and refinery, but they're still doing, you know, a whole bunch of things at once. And it really kind of uh, uh, that in itself has a nice little feel to it. And then if you go at this right, you are also going to be learning such experiences that you could take and become a consultant like what you did. Uh, and I think you have also something very unique, your experience, because you have the, the, uh, you have the uh, environmental aspects and you have the safety aspects. Yeah. Yes. So both together and they work together and they click together. They, you know, it, it goes together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nowadays, all those systems are integrated, you know, safety, environment, mostly going together. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, when you work on those kind, you know, uh, of water treatment and water industry, yeah, you, you get to do both. Yeah. 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 And I, I was, I was there last year. I was doing uh, uh, a two weeks risk assessment workshop in Jeddah and Riyadh in some of the mega projects of water treatment plants mm. and uh, with a bunch of engineers. So uh, I, I could see, you know, the difficulties and the challenge they're having. Yes. Um, yeah, but it's very important industry and uh, people uh, underestimate about, you know, the importance of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had a, a thought that just came and uh, for for your business, when you decided to to go ahead and and go full time, how did you attract your first set well, of clients? Um, I'll tell you the story. I mean, um, I was working in Dubai uh, between 2003 and 2006. And uh, at that time I was doing my MBA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I was going and coming to UK, going and coming to UK. And uh, I thought, you know, uh, maybe there is an opportunity there. Yeah. 
and uh, I I didn't want to work anymore uh, <laughs> as an employee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, well, I said, well, I have some money that can you know, I have all the basic things in life, you know, uh, at that time. So why don't you, you know, I try to do my passion, you know, go for something that I love to do. Yeah. Yeah. Enough doing things for others. So let me do something that I love, maybe helping more people. Because if I were just continue working for the corporates, I would just be, you know, helping one company. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe at that time, why not try, uh, it was a green field at that time, yeah? Why not, you know, trying to, to go the extra mile and try to be more with more people? And um, it worked. Yeah. Uh, there was a challenge for sure. I mean, it's not that uh, easy to start because, you know, as a startup business, uh, there's no payroll at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are the payroll. <laughs> payroll. Uh, but, uh, well, I, I don't know. I mean, time passes, you know, by the way, Charlene, yeah? Mm-hmm. I mean, now it's, it's been... Uh, I mean, so many of my, I encourage people to go for, if they can't do it, I mean, why not? But I always encourage them to start, you know, gradually, maybe they can start in parallel. Um, not to do like my, my, you know, I just jumped into the air directly. <laughs> <laughs> no parachute. <laughs> no parachute. But uh, I, I have some savings that, you know, could, uh, could take me for a year or whatever. So I tried it and, well, here I am. Yeah. 15 years. I, I cannot imagine going back, you know, to the corporate, uh, yeah, anymore, yeah? Yeah, I tell people all the time I'm unemployable. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Unemployable. I'm unemployable. <laughs> yeah, just because I, I like it. Because for me, uh, the ebb and flow of your day is generally uh, you could start any time unless you had, you know, certain projects that you need to adjust. But uh, there's some days where you could start your day at any time. And you could you could work your way into doing things as opposed to having pressure from the time you 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 come on the site or you clock in if you do that uh, to the time you clock out. You actually could you can maximize when your your body tells you I could do more now or I need a break now. You, so basically, if your body's telling you I could do more now, you could get more production even though it's in you know a short spurt. But then when your body says, I need a break, you know, you could take that yeah, break. That's, that's part of the uh, advantages that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. I mean, uh, I mean, you, you own your time. Uh, but there's other things, you know, we, we work more, we do more hours, you know, than, yes. uh, yeah, we work more, more, more hours. I mean, I work, uh, on average, I work 12 hours per day, you know, that's not good, but uh uh, time passes and I, I now love doing, you know, what I'm doing. You know. mm-hmm. It's up to me. I will continue doing it. But, yes. you know, my wife is there waiting for me. So I have to go home. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So the spouses are always there to, to say, all right, honey, it's been enough time. Let's close the laptop. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and take dinner without thinking about business. <laughs> I'm sure you, we have the same, the same concern, all of us. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a balancing act and it's really one of the things that you have to, uh, you'll get with time. You'll learn what your balance is. Uh, there's never for me, I, I know for, for what I'm hearing of you and, and seeing of you, you're a systems person. You like, uh, the, the systems aspect and you could see systems well 
Uh, so I'm, I'm also the same way where I know for me, there's a system in my job. There's a system I do when I take on clients. Uh, but then there's a management system that I'd like to teach my students whenever it comes to the point of you're working in a business, you want to be as valuable to that person in the safe department as the finance department is valuable or, or manufacturing or quality control. You want safety to be thought of as that same level. And uh, I mean, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the main message, you know. Yeah. Uh, and that's the, the main challenge that I see in most of the companies, you know, especially in, in this part of the world. Uh, still, uh, safety is not treated in parity with other aspects of the business like production or quality or whatever. And that's what we're trying to, to push, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, you know, it's not only about, you know, the, the legal requirements, but, you know, it's you're changing the behavior, changing the mindset, trying to raise the awareness of the public. And that is developing and developing very fast, I would say, yeah. Good. Uh, for, for those, and I do have an international audience, so uh, they're, they're all over the globe. So when I did an interview with Nibosh, uh, that was really well received because a lot of people in my international audience knows about Nibosh and they, they understand Nibosh. So talking to DRP was, was wonderful. And, uh, and I've been trying to make a concerted effort to help my international audience more uh, than just on the U.S. brace like me. So when I'm talking to you and I'm thinking about Saudi Arabia, uh, what's the, the safety climate right now? You said it's developing. Is it developing quicker or slower or what, what's it well, like now? Uh, in the last, um, I would say, five years, there is a lot of uh, new regulations. That's very important. We didn't have those clear regulations. Uh, we didn't have the safety practitioners' um, uh, uh, classifications. Um, there is uh, a new kind of uh, 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 government push towards, you know, uh, having a safety practitioner and safety coordinators in each of the companies. Yeah. So there is a lot of uh, development, which are positive development. Uh, so there is more shade. There is more support. And uh, there's a, I mean, I would say, you know, there's a good results. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we're still lacking some of the things, but, you know, uh, so many of the people are lobbying and working towards having uh, a very soon, probably um, a safety act like the OSHA act or the 1974 act in UK. Yeah. Um, because it's still safety, you know, managed by so many uh uh, government departments, but it is coming. It is in the way, and I would say, um, I mean, it was here. Now it is here. So the uh, the curve is going up, and that's very very glad. I mean, I'm, and that's very good. I mean, um, I'm very happy. You know that I've seen it coming in my life. Yeah. So uh, very simply, that means you know, the number of uh, people injured or losing their jobs or losing their life is going down. Very simply, yeah. Yes. And that's something something you know we we all as a safety practitioner love so there is a development and it's still the journey is going on and when there is learning curves you know we're going and coming probably you know with the covid there are so many delays a little bit but i'm sure it will continue yeah oh, yeah well that's that's good i i seen that and i didn't know a whole bunch about uh the uk standard uh i did interview someone from scotland and he he gave me a uh, blair boyd uh, his his uh, organization is IOSH, 
uh, that he was, uh, his chapter is the, the uh, Scotland chapter of that. And he was telling me a little bit about uh, some of the regulations that drive, that was driving UK. I know for OSHA, we, in the US, when there's a, a Republican in office, as far as for, for politics, OSHA actually goes into compliance assistance mode, not too much compliance enforcement. But whenever there's a Democrat in office, they, go, they switch into compliance enforcement rule. And it's the way it has been ever since OSHA was an, as an uh, entity since 1971. So truly. But, you know, the fact is, you know, whenever you, when you see, you know, the number of fatalities in the 71 and you yeah. see it maybe in the, in the 20 and the, uh, this era, and there is a lot of improvement. And I saw the figures and said, wow. A lot of improvement. It's a lot of improvement. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, but it takes time. Uh, yes. it's not it's not like that uh, you know it's a, a push button that you change things you know it takes time <laughs> yeah it's 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 an evolution it takes time yeah do you find that as a good driver for you like um like when there is some more government pushes for compliance does that push of you of course i mean uh, at least you know uh, the decision makers will will, will will take safety as grand, as you know as one of the aspects and at the end of the day, businesses, they, they think about, you know, not paying fines. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And uh, this is this is the stick that we use normally, you know, mm-hmm. the legal requirements. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, it is a good thing. And uh, we, we, we want to have more, in fact. Yeah. Yes. It helps. It helps for, for the business, but then it also helps protect people. So it's a win-win. It's a win-win. I would agree. It's a win-win. Yeah, it's a win-win, and the ultimate result, you know, is is uh, more people going home safe at the end of the day mm-hmm. and to their families. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and also, it will raise the standard. It will raise the standard and the quality. Even not only the quality of the uh, the quality of the products. It will improve the safety standards. It will improve the uh, even the profitability. It is good thing, as you said, you know, Sheldon. It is a win-win situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's- and if if we want to be in a world-class uh, uh, industries, we have to act like the world-class industries. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So, um, I'm glad things are, you know, uh, developing, um, developing the right way. Yeah, mm, that's true. What uh, we need, what we need, is now is more of raising the awareness, raising the, uh, the, the especially among you know uh, the the uh, the youngsters, and and the public safety, public safety, and public and health safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that could be done in so many ways, but, you know, uh, people like, like us, you know, also have a role in that, at least yeah. a small role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on, the, on the business end, as, as the consulting side, uh, I noticed that on your website and uh, a few other of the, the, uh, your, your promotions that you have are really good. I mean, uh, getting a free assessment for uh, your safety system is a way to get uh, email and, and be able to continue the conversation with uh, the potential client in a different way. I do that as well. Uh, and I see that more and more, if you're becoming a consultant, you end up having to do some more uh, internet, uh, internet advertising. You might end up having to do 
uh, Facebook ads or LinkedIn ads, or in some cases, you may end up having to have a podcast or something like I do. Uh, but I noticed that well, for I'm, you. Uh, I'm, I'm, we are learning, you know, we are learning from veterans like you. you know, <laughs> I mean, we have to admit we are not to that level, but, you know, we're trying to, to uh, you know, to to spread the message as, as much as we can uh, systematically, as mm-hmm. you said, you know, putting a system. And um, uh, uh, so, so far it's going on and we are learning also. We are learning from, you know, from, from, uh, from, uh, from, you know, from our peers and our colleagues. Yeah. Abroad. Yeah. Um, I think it's very important. I mean, uh, uh, having the podcast and having, you know, the interviews, this also will help a lot in promoting, uh, you know, our field. People don't know exactly this kind of occupation, you know. Yes. As a consultancy, in there. Yep. And I'm learning what from you too. What are the consultants doing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> They're just hanging out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was looking at some of your YouTube videos and, um, and even the way that you do your, um, your, your screenshot, uh, to catch people's attention. The, 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 um, I forgot what they call it. Uh, but the, the thumbnail, the thumbnail picture where you're, you know, either back it up or you got the hand on the chin or. Uh, well, uh, well, let me, let me have a secret. My, my, my daughter helped me sometimes, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not that, you know, uh, geek and, and those kind of stuff. <laughs> but, you know, uh, trying to learn. I've, I've attended some kind, of, you know, of training and things like that in and video making and trainings or whatever. But, uh, you know those uh, youngsters they are more clever and more uh, they're really good uh, yeah they're very good so I, I get to help from them and i have good assistance as well they are helping me good well, but i just go and try and shoot and uh, you know some uh, some other people they will help me in doing you know all those kind of stuff yeah awesome uh how big is she now as far as a company uh, well, uh, we are still, you know, in the small businesses uh, section, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but we are happy. We don't want to. We are growing, organic. What to say? It, you know, gradually. Uh, we do a lot of works. We have enough work in our plates, yeah. Mm, okay. Uh, thank God. Also, even during the COVID, we you know we had we had a work. As long as there is no lockdown, we can do a work. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we have been affected in the beginning of 2000 uh, you know, when there was a lockdown. Of course, that was affected not only us, affected the whole business. Mm-hmm. I mean, for I think three four months there was like you know stagnation in the market. Yeah. But since uh, lifting the uh, the lockdown, we back to business, and uh, so far it's going well. Yeah, hmm. but which what we're trying, you know, to uh, 2000 was a, a bit of challenging year for not only all the small businesses, it was a challenging, but uh, now things are going smoothly, and uh, I would say, you know, the way of vaccination and things like that's going fantastically, fantastically amazing in Saudi Arabia, yeah, and awesome. Hope things will, yeah. So more people are getting it. The life will go back to normal. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of people getting their vaccines. Yes, I mean, the, I mean, I was amazed yesterday. You know, I think to them, around five million people got the vaccines from more than twenty million. So the rate is very good. Yeah. Wow, good. 
Yeah, my wife and I just uh, got our first dose of the Pfizer, and tomorrow my daughter will be getting her Johnson and Johnson dose. Uh, so we're we're again we're very hopeful that that is going to help bring some sort of semblance of order, <laughs> if you would get us and back. This is something also we are pushing for. I mean, as a safety practitioners and the safety groups, we are always trying to promote that. You know, among uh, the public. Yeah, trying to push and convince more of the people to go and to go and take their vaccinations, and it's good. And I tell them, look, I have taken it. Nothing is. I mean, only one day, and after that, you know, everything is okay. Mm-hmm. So we're encouraging people to go. Yeah, and uh, I would say, you know, uh, the way the government are organized and it's very excellent, amazing. Can you imagine? It took me, uh, well, five minutes, yeah, hmm. just to take it. I mean, uh, there is an application. I go and register the application. I come with my timing. I show them the registration. I go directly. Some people are waiting for me. Take it, wait. It took me a lot. You know, it's amazing. I mean, the way they hmm. organize it, yeah? yeah? I took even my daughters that day, and in five minutes, they finished it. Wow. So, uh, amazing work. Really amazing work, yeah? That's good. For us, it was the same. It was a very quick going in and out. And I'm, I'm honestly, uh, truly looking at, I know they're not going to call it a vaccine passport uh, domestically for any country. But if you're traveling, I would say that there's going to be looking for some sort of proof of vaccine, vaccination that in different countries. That is coming, for sure. That is coming. Yeah. yeah that is coming. And that will uh, help you as an international businessman, too, because now you get the the vaccine and you have to go to a different country that's going to help you with your business uh well let's hope to we just want to go for travel and have a leisure first <laughs> uh i've been traveling a lot abroad you know and the, the, the so many past years and uh this year and the last year we couldn't travel abroad so mm-hmm. let's hope. yeah yeah it was a little break there's still uh, there is still uh, i think I think I think they will lift the ban uh, for traveling after one month. So let's see. Let's, let's hope things will go. But um, I'm sure. I mean, it will take to the end of the year for sure. Uh, I had a question on uh, as far as your. Uh, how do you now go get more clients? Because your client list is outrageous. I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at this list of. You know, who's who in any of companies in well, the global? I mean, uh, you'll be surprised. Uh, I mean, the main the main uh, source of marketing or lead generation for us is more by, uh, uh, by you know, by references. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, you know, the old way. Yeah. Uh, we, I mean... Uh, we don't get much from LinkedIn or those, you know, still it's more about the connections, more about networking. Yeah. It's more about the old ways. The old ways are still working in the repetition in the market. Yeah. Uh, we are not going for mass mark uh, for mass marketing. We are going for niche marketing you know, because, you know, we don't have capabilities to serve all. Um, however, still, you know, the, the, the one of the major uh, ways for us is more of networking mm-hmm. and uh, the referrals that we get from from uh, from uh, uh, happy customers. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so, good. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, we we tried so many of the ways. I mean, Google uh, uh, advertisement, Facebook advertisement, but still, the old ways always work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I do that too with, um, uh, I do have a, a consulting course and the course I tell uh, the students, I said, try to get three to four um, times a relationship for every client. That means you may train for them one time or you may do a safety walkthrough for them one time. If you could get a referral, that's another uh, way that this one client advanced your business. If you could come back a second year and do another audit or another training, that's going to be a third way. And then for a fourth way, maybe there's a, there's a, some other way that this client can then lead you to someone else, or they could have you come back for another type of service. Uh, but I say, instead of trying to find four new clients, work to one client, make them happy, give them what they need, supply what they are looking for, and then they'll have you back. <laughs> and that's, I mean, that, 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 is, that is for sure. And I can say it by experience, that's still working and still one of the uh, uh, majority of our customers, we get them through that, you know? Me too. Yeah. And I, I do a lot of work with cities and counties. And once I work with the cities and counties, it's almost like I'm, I'm in their system to call once a year. They keep calling back and say, hey, Sheldon, I need you. This is correct. I mean, the, this is the same thing for me. The repetitive customers, always there, the repetitive customers. Mm -hmm. Once you have that kind of trust with them, they will come back to you. Yeah. Because yeah. they know that, you know, he is a quality man, somebody we can trust. He has done a great job for me. And always go for the, go the extra mile with the, with the clients. Give them, you know, uh, support. Even if there is no real work, give them a support. Yeah, try to be, uh, when I work with the clients, I always imagine myself not only as a customer or client. No, I, I as a one of their teams. Mm. And uh, try to be in their, you know, in their, uh, in their position. Always give them the support. Always going, you know, the extra mile with them. This is very, very important mm -hmm. to keep the long-term relationship and to, to keep, you know, kind of, you know, repetitive jobs as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, you are based in Saudi Arabia, correct? I am based in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Were you uh, born and raised there as well, or were you? Um... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a Saudi. I'm a Saudi, native uh -huh. Saudi, and uh, uh, yes, I've been, you know, studied abroad for some time. But uh, Saudi Arabia is my uh, my country, and I work here. Uh, uh, we have an office in Jeddah, Riyadh. And I'm, I'm sure you have been to Saudi for to Aramco or something like that. Uh, my country is a very big country. Uh, it's a very big, very, very big. It's a continent. So uh, mm -hmm. it's the biggest country in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the Middle East, Yeah, in this part of the world. So uh, yeah. I travel a lot between cities. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I'm based in Jeddah. And uh, most of our clients are in this, in this uh, region. Uh, we call it the GCC countries, uh, Gulf Corporation countries, okay. Saudi, Dubai, UAE, uh, Kuwait, Oman, Bahrain. Yeah, this part. Oh, man. Uh, I have three times uh, was doing a wastewater, um, uh, I guess it was a seminar. Someone had invited me to be a speaker. And it was supposed to be in Kuala Lumpur twice and one year in um, uh in dubai and i didn't was not able to do it they didn't have enough people to to do 
each time. So I, I was all prepared. I was ready to go. I, had, I was getting my visa ready and, uh, and I never was able to, to get over there. Uh, the Saudi Aramco we'll thing. You, we'll have you come here, you know, hopefully after you know the the, the COVID, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'll we'll love to. We'll invite you to one of our you know uh, conferences here, yeah. Yes, I'd love to. The, consider that accepted. I, I would love to to be there for that and uh, water, wastewater, safety, whatever you got. I'm I'm there. <laughs> How many languages do you speak? Um, I speak basically. Uh, Arabic is my mother language and mm-hmm. I speak English mm-hmm. and I can manage a little bit in, in Hindi, in Urdu yeah. uh, and a little bit of, uh, of uh, Filipino Tagalog because of the mingling with those uh, na- nationalities. Mm-hmm. So uh, I learned a lot of Hindi and, uh, and Filipino, but my mother language is Arabic. Okay. I, I knew that it's probably going to be a bunch because uh, Truly, a lot of the people that work in the Middle East, they're from all over the world. And they, they come to the Middle East to, to help support uh, the system and, and work because of the wages is so good. And, uh, and for them, they think of it, well, I'll do a year over in, in the Middle East or two years, whatever the contract is. And I'm almost set for life. <laughs> that's really the mindset. And uh, that's why, you know, you have, uh, especially when you are dealing with so many of those nationalities who are workers or, or uh, you know, they don't know English much. You have to know how to communicate with them. So uh, this is the uh, this is the market requirements. You have to communicate. You have to get your message across. So we learn that by experience. Uh, yeah. I know you. I know you speak also different languages, isn't it? I'm learning Spanish now. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm really bad, <laughs> and my French is even. It's because my French is 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 elementary at best, and then now I'm taking Spanish, and I keep mixing the words. And my Spanish instructor is saying, "Hold on." I said, "Oh, I'm sorry. It's French, <laughs> so I have to keep going I back." I love both languages, really. You know, uh, Spanish is uh, is a beautiful language. Yeah, it really is. It really is. So I'm, I'm doing my I mean, best. You've been living, you said, in Florida. So uh, yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it, is, it is easier for you to communicate there, yeah? Absolutely. Uh, there's some parts of Florida where uh, truly I need a translator to help me uh, because I, I'm definitely not that strong yet. But uh, as they're helping me with the language, uh, a lot of times there's no direct translation. So they have to give a story uh, to 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 determine like permit required confined space. You may not have the direct words to translate to some of the hazards or some of the, uh, some of the things that we talk about in that class. So I have to listen to them, give a story on what this hazard control is or something similar to that. So that's always new for me is, is getting used to that. Uh, the translation from whenever I speak and hearing the and, translator. Uh, story always connect and always call, you know connect with people. Yeah. 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 Stories are always telling so many things. I, I found it very useful tool when I you know in my training and classes when I use stories. Always the story it will always uh, click with the people. Mm-hmm. I noticed a lot of your uh, your reviews on your website about uh, from past clients. One of the running themes that they've always had about you and your, your training has been that you've uh, first sparked something in them that's causing them to want to go ahead and act safely. 
And then secondly, the other uh, thing is uh, it, it comes across as dynamic to them. Uh, so those are the two things I see the most uh, uh, from your reviews. And that's, that's a, a, a oh, skill. That's, uh, that's beautiful. I mean, that's an amazing thing that you are saying. You know, uh, probably you are looking at something that I have not looked at before. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I try to be always, you know, talking to the humans, talking to the people and uh, enlightening their, their thinking, uh, changing their paradigm, shifting their paradigm, giving them the other side. Because I always tell them, you know, when you do safety or when you promote safety with a new company, you show that you are caring for your people, for your employees. Mm. And uh, caring is very important, you know, uh, for, uh, for the people. They would love to do work for you. Uh, and uh, what's what's more beneficial for you for, for than, you know, happy, happy people, you know, working for you? Yeah. So safety is, you know, the other side of the is caring. Safety is caring. Yeah. And um, I mean, that this is this is it. Yeah. Um, I always tell people also we are in the business of saving lives. Yeah. We are in the business of saving lives, so uh, it's a very noble thing, you know. Uh, but we have to keep that intention always, trying to save people's lives. Yeah, absolutely. It's a noble work. Yeah, it's like a teaching. Uh, uh, a teaching, teaching is a very. I think if if you ask me, you know, what is the more noble work in the life? I would say teaching. You know, so. Uh, when you are a consultant or trainer or speaker, you're always also doing teaching, training, uh, very noble work, yeah? Yes. Uh, educating people. So uh, I, believe me, I, I meet some people like that I have trained maybe 15 years back, Sheldon, yeah? Mm. And they still appreciate what... Uh, and sometimes I forget their names, but they still appreciate, they remember my name. Yeah. So uh, they made my life uh, more joyful. And I, and I feel that, you know, I affected some of the people's life, gave them something that was useful, beneficial for them. You feel that, you know, you are adding to life something good. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. That's wonderful. I th- I'm sure you're, you're having the same kind of uh, feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's the other part of the consultancy job. Yeah, that's true. Uh, any any other uh, parting words, TK, or tips or anything you have for, for people who want to either they just got into the business or they're thinking about getting into the business as being consultants? Well, uh, I would say uh, it's not only the matter of, of a business uh, and money. You have to look at the other sides that, you know, what you are adding to life, what you are affecting their people's lives. And uh, money will come as soon as you're doing, you know, don't think money much first. Money will come, but you think about the quality of the work, think about what you're adding to the people, what you, what's the effects of your work to, uh, on the society. And uh, you should have a passion for what you're doing. Uh, and uh, things will follow up and be systematic and learn from others as well you know be systematic and learn from others Um, and and that's it so uh, uh, this is what comes to my mind now yeah excellent I truly appreciate you being on uh, this this podcast with me and and giving your perspective I, I, I feel like you do just 
looking at what you do, I feel a kindred spirit and and I was really glad that you're able to to come on with me. Well, Sheldon, I, I really appreciate um, that we have made it finally, and uh, and uh, let it be, you know, the first but not the last. And uh, from time to time, probably we can cooperate in doing kind of seminars or doing uh, kind of uh, you know webinars. Uh, probably we can do something on together very soon on uh, on environmental or something like that, you know, to uh, you know. Uh, for this part of the world and now with the online things uh, you're not limited we are not all limited to our part of the world but you know we can uh, we can cooperate more and more so thank you very much indeed for your time and for your uh, uh, your patience with me today (laughs) (laughs) yeah I appreciate it thank you let me tell you something you know I love your smile man oh thank you and yours too is a f- and just you see it and you're like oh I got a smile right back I'm, I'm hooked. <laughs> no, no, you 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 have a smile, shining smile, man. Oh, thank you. Well, you have a wonderful rest of your day, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. We'll be in touch. Yeah. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the episode. I'm glad that you guys were able to listen to this one and really get a good understanding of how it is to be a safety consultant in other places in the U.S. So I really wanted to thanks. Uh, TK for helping me out on that one. Uh, The thing I want to add, maybe it's a tip of the week. Maybe it's not. It's just a thought. Uh, One of the thoughts that I really got out of this was uh, truly, if you engage with your clients and you make your clients happy, they'll either keep coming back or they'll recommend you to other people or both. So imagine if not only do they keep coming back to you, But then now they're recommending people and then each client that is that is brought to you through a recommendation, then they become new clients and you go through the process with them and they love you. And now they want you to come back and they're going to recommend you to other people and your business then starts growing that way. So I kind of got a good understanding of how uh, TK's business started growing the way he has because of not only overperforming in what he does and people just like him and uh, his leadership and everything else. You could truly go to his happy clients section of his website and you could see all those things written out. And that website again is S-H-E-A-C hyphen S-A dot com. And I'm in the happy client section and he's got clients such as Nestle and Ikea and Unilever and uh, Saudi Aramco and just uh, a bunch of others that have uh, showed up here. So truly, that is the foundation, the grassroots of how do you actually grow your business? How do you get more and more people to come to you? And you know, the the bottom line to that is you're going to be able to stay employed for yourself. You're going to feed your family. And then therefore, you now can be like TK and I joked in the interview, we're unemployable because we just love uh, the life and the lifestyle of being your own boss. So that's what I do. That's what I'm here for. So thank you, everybody, for listening to the Safety Consultant Podcast. I hope that this is an episode that you guys are able to really uh, lock into. 
It was a wonderful guest, and I was glad that TK was here to, to make it even more fun for me. Because I love having fun with you guys, and we talk. But when I have guests, that's even more fun, right? All right. So this week, you guys have your marching orders, which is make a client happy. Just one. Start with one client, make that one client happy, and see what happens with your business. All right. Well, have a wonderful time. Thank you so much for listening to me. Subscribe if you haven't before. Uh, Go ahead and whatever you're listening to me on, uh, hit subscribe. uh, Because it's statistically probable that if you're listening to me right now that you haven't really subscribed to my podcast. So statistically speaking, I should be telling you to subscribe. So go ahead and subscribe to the podcast, wherever you're listening to me from. Uh, If you get a chance... Go ahead and uh, give me a little bit of encouragement by writing in a comment. That'd be awesome. So thank you so much for for that in advance. Uh, You can look me up at SheldonPrimus.com, of course, the safetyconsultant.tv. And with the Safety Consultant TV, it's a video on demand service. And you can have pretty much all you would need to get your mind thinking of starting a safety consulting business. OSHA compliance help is in there as well. And even mindfulness, one of the playlists in there is mindfulness for success. So those are the ways to hang out with me and find me. So you're going to go to safetyconsultant.tv. There's a 30 day free right now going on. You just have to do code consultant. Uh, So you're going to do the monthly plan and then just put in the code consultant and you will have 30 days free on that one. So kick the tires a little. All right. Have a wonderful rest of your day, week. Go get them. This episode has been powered by Safety FM.